I'm Kieran, and I want to help you knock fat and stress out of your life whilst becoming the healthiest that you can be. Join me and let's attack this journey together. Top of the morning. So, Up, and they both managed to get it was actually a bit of my fault. Um, 
into your chest and then you straighten your arm. All that is doing, that is just muscles contracting and relaxing it. You bring your arm um, to your chest because of relaxing and then vice versa when you extend your extend when you walk. That's just a combination of muscles contracting. So basically what I'm trying to say is everything you're moving, every single thing you do is just muscles contracting and relaxing. Now, every time that muscle contracts and relaxes, but the only way it can do that is through calories. Calories are just a form of energy. There's not as many calories here that happen, but to judge the amount of um, energy done by that, Calories. That's why people say to be healthy and get a good sort of amount of weight loss, fat loss, whatever, you want to make sure you get enough steps in because it's just an easy way of increasing your calories output at a very low intensity nature, a very sustainable nature. So that is essentially all Taking place, therefore, gosh, the more food you can eat, which is the reason that nice answer of people would do what they do in the gym is because we all want to eat. Now, if you think about it, right? If you think about it realistically as well, not realistically, I went to same thing as you. Um, think about how good pragmatic is. Your, the more muscle you have, the more muscle fibers you have, that is more muscle fibers contracting and relaxing. Which is great to your calories. When you just see people that are sitting there hammering away in cardio with all the jam, yeah, but I mean that is increasing their calorie output. At the same time, kind of one step forward and then one step back. Yeah, you're decreasing your um, calories, you're, you're decreasing your muscle mass, therefore, once you're decreasing the amount of calories, you're burning. <laughs> so, a couple of ways to counteract this a high protein diet. Plug your systems in the windows and this will help or not help but this will give your body a supply of minutes so you can use his energy so it won't start sabotaging your, um, your muscles and also on top of that strength training so you're doing strength training the thing is everyone's going to say oh I don't get massive you're not going to get you're not going to I'm going to 
So, following on, sorry, um, right, now, irrelevant of whatever situation you're in, whatever eating style you follow, the one thing you need to understand is that if you really want to lose fat, I fucking, 
say this any more in any other way, quite clearly you just need to ensure you're in a calorie deficit. You can follow any diet you want in the world. But if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not going to lose weight. Same way you can eat as terribly as you want. You can literally live off just pure Haribo's. And there's that guy that um, did that. It was like for a hundred days, he ate nothing but um, ice cream and drank whiskey and protein shakes and lost weight. Same as there's that British guy, the um, postman, whatever his name was, who for a month ate nothing but Mackey D's and same, he lost weight. Because it's not a case of food quality, it's food quantity. So if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not gonna lose weight. Um, and so, moving forward, when you do look to get into sort of a calorie deficit, the best diet for you is a diet that you can maintain and that you can stick to long term. And by long term, I mean for the period of time that it's going to help you cut off the amount of weight, fat, however, whatever metric you use to um, judge success, whichever one takes you to that, you just want to make sure that you can sustain your diet for that period of time. Um, Obviously, there's things like diet breaks and there's different like variables that you can manipulate within that. But for this, we're just going to sort of touch on the basics of um, fat loss. And if you would like me to um, start bringing in video, um, videos, podcasts about um, obviously those different variables, then just drop me a message and yeah, I'll be more than happy to make one. But essentially, all you want to make sure of is that you can sustain your diet for your fat loss period. <laughs> now everyone says you should stay in your diet long term not necessarily because what you want to ensure is to get down to fat you're going to have to be making things like sacrifices what you need to ensure is that when you get down to that goal body weight body fat whatever when you get your goal physique you then have a strategy in place to take you out of that so you don't do what we call a rebound which is where you end up like overeating and overcome like and just eating loads when you come out of the back end of that because that is where you end up putting on loads more fat and you've just wasted your time so you need to ensure that when you diet down you also have a solid plan in place for what's going to take you out of it but one of the biggest things I can say to you is you need to ensure that when you're losing fat and everything, you need to kind of look at what sort of behaviours and habits lead to that change. What behaviours and habits, what food choices are you making that's helping you get into a calorie deficit? What are you doing to get into a calorie deficit? And this is the only thing that is shit about stuff like herbal life and meal replacements and these booties and all these bollocks. If you're only eat like drinking five shakes a day and each of those shakes is like 200 calories you're only consuming a thousand calories a day that is a big calorie deficit you are going to lose weight but at the same time that's not teaching you any habits any behaviors any good long-term strategies that you can put in place that's going to help you keep your goal physique when you've got it 
So yeah, it's all well and good losing weight, but you still want to understand how to keep the weight off. It's like those people that you see that win the lottery. They win the lottery, and then within a year or two, they're broke again. Because it's all well and good getting that big financial kick up the arse. But then if you don't have any education around finances, if you don't know about investments, if you don't know about how to ensure that you're going to keep your money, all you've got is just one big pot of gold you're just going to be throwing at any shiny object until that pot of gold is empty. So, anyway, going back to um, the nutrition principles. So, yeah. Key things are strength training. Make sure you're doing strength training. That has nothing to do with nutrition, I know. Unless you're doing strength training and not too much cardio. And keep it nice and active. But with regards to the, the nutrition, ensuring you're, having, um, you're consuming a high-protein diet. Now, one thing I would say to you, which will make your journey so much quicker, which is kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier about that Instagram post, was... I highly recommend you track. And by highly recommend, I'm saying do it. If you are focused on fat loss, then you should be tracking, quite simply. Just like with your finances. If you want to save money, but you don't know how much money you've got coming in, and you don't know how much money you've got going out, how can you ensure that you're actually saving any money? And how can you show you're not going to be fucking bankrupt? Because what isn't measured is not managed. So just like with your finances, you should take that same approach to your nutrition, to your diet, to your fat loss. Because otherwise, there's no, there's no, there's nothing concrete in guesswork, and everyone knows that. Like when you've gone on a holiday and if you can't see your, um, like back in the day actually, before you had like online banking or like on your phone, when you go on holiday and you just be pulling out money willy nilly and doing that, and you get back from holiday and you're like, what's the actual fuck? How have I just spent so much money on fucking suntan lotion and Aperol spritzes? And it's exactly the same with your finance, um, with, your, with your, your calories. If you don't know what you're, if you have no idea of how many calories you're consuming, at the same time you're not like tracking things like your steps and your activities and that, and you don't know like an average amount of what is going out as well, how the fuck can you ensure that you're going to be in a calorie deficit? And trust me, you will find ways, you will tell yourself, Oh, no, I'm being very active, I'm training hard, I'm eating really well. Like, it's the same with people that do this fucking for a living, like myself or any sort of PT or fitness coach, anyone like that. Everyone slips up all the time. Like, we all slip up all the time. It's just one of those things. But to help counteract that, <laughs> if you're tracking, it's something to be accountable to. So I might go out for lunch, say, with, I don't know, a couple of the lads and might end up, um, I don't know, go out for, like, fajitas or something and they come in and there's a bit of sauce and they go, oh, hey, you get a free dessert. Unless I've got a, a date to look forward to, unless I've got a concrete reason 
why, like, or unless I'm, I'm, I'm sort of set on my approach to actually for this point of time, I want to get in great shape. So like I am now, so I've got my brother's wedding in Thailand coming up in March. I'd say, I'm sorry, I'll just give that dessert to either one of the other boys or I'd just say no. But because that's not the case, if, if that isn't the case, I'd, I'd have that dessert. And do you know what I mean? Life always throws you little curveballs like that. When you're like, nah, I'm going to do it. So that's one of the biggest reasons on this is find your why. You need a reason to say no to those things. Like if you're like really over overweight, then your why should be just so you can actually feel healthy, so that you can actually extend the length of your life and quality of your life. Because if you are highly overweight, obviously the risk parameters for pretty much every um, serious disease and everything skyrockets, and also your quality of life plummets. So yeah, and. It's, if you're in that position, yeah, but if you're not and you're just kind of like a normal person, you need to try and find something that you can connect to emotionally rather than just being like, I want to lose a bit of weight. Like, do I mean, that's not going to stop you digging into those donuts when Janice brings them down to the office or digging into that free fucking sticky toffee pudding when they offer you it for free because they've got a little promo on. Um, so yeah, so so find your why. But yeah, life always shows you curveballs. So don't be too rigid in your approach. Like, just be loose. So make sure that if you know you're going out for a dinner or something, I'd structure your diet. So leading up to that point, I'd save a few calories. So eat lighter during the days leading up to that. So you've got a few more calories to play with. So if you, say on average, to maintain your weight, you should have... 2,500 calories, like I say, for a, a typical bloke. I'd even eat maybe 2,300, 2,200 in the few days leading up to that so that you've got an extra six, 700 calorie buffer. So you can have that extra ice cream and not obviously worry about it. And then on top of that, I'd do maybe a little bit of cardio as well leading up to it, maybe like 100 calories of cardio a day, like in the days before and after. And again, you've got like a thousand calorie buffer. It's bosh, nailed it. So that's what we call like calorie borrowing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, high protein diet. Have your carbs around your training. So if your focus is fat loss, keep your carbs around your training window. So it's quite difficult for people when you're in like a family, like I understand that, or if you, you're you not the person that cooks in the house, yeah, that can be difficult. But then it comes down to um, sitting down with your spouse, with your loved ones, and just say, look, this is my goal. For these next three months, I am really focused on doing this. Can we have cauliflower rice instead of normal rice um, for dinner? Can we have those um, cognac noodles? So like those like slim noodles they do in um, what do you call it in Holland and Barra and Tesco's and stuff now. Can I have those instead of normal noodles? It's gonna save you about two three hundred calories every meal, and also by keeping your carbs around your workout window, your body's primary source of energy is carbohydrates. So. Rather than putting fuel in the car and leaving it sitting on the drive, you want to just put fuel into the car that it will use on those journeys. And then when it gets back to drive, you park it, 
obviously in, you're doing like little skin uh, probably a car is a very fucking bad analogy for that actually but essentially what you're just making sure of is that you've got fuel for your workouts and then after that you don't really need you don't need carbohydrates because it's your main source of like higher intensity so things like weightlifting so like high intensity intervals stuff like that carbohydrates will fuel that everything else can get fueled by fat and that's kind of what you want is to let your stored body fat be the fuel so your body will start digging into that a bit more so run those carb those glycogen stores right the way down um, with your training and then brush and then hopefully obviously like life doesn't work as simple as this but yeah then you will but your body should quote unquote should be um what you call it utilizing more um more f of your stored body fat for energy for the rest of the day um and again keeping keeping that activity up anyway so yeah having your carbs around your thing and then with regards to that it doesn't really matter as well right that's just going to really make your fat loss a bit more efficient a bit more effective maybe have been a bit faster but it all comes down to that one thing I keep saying, keep saying is make sure you're in a calorie deficit. So if you're not in a calorie deficit, you can be literally living off pure honey and you won't lose weight. You can go keto and you'll still get fat. You can go super high carb and still get fat. You can go super high protein and still get fat. It does not matter. All that matters, if you want to lose weight, you want to lose fat, Make sure you're in a calorie deficit. You're going to be in a calorie deficit, as I said there, and just eat Macy's and you get shredded. You can only eat shreddies and you'll get shredded. Do you know what I mean? It, it comes down to that. It comes down to your calorie balance. So just focus on that. And then just make sure alongside that, that you're getting in your, your enough nutrients. So things like you should be having at least... Um, three to five servings of vegetables. I'd say, personally, I aim for like a minimum of like five servings of vegetables. And two to three, like a day, I'd say two servings of fruit, two or three servings of fruit. Have that around your workout window so your body will use those sugars. And then about five servings of vegetables. Um, and make sure you load up on things like green leafy vegetables around, um, well, just to fill you up really. Because that's the good thing about um, vegetables is obviously they're, they're packed full of like vitamins, minerals, nutrients. So it's going to help really shell your body with all of those, which is going to fucking make you feel a thousand times better anyway. Um, but then it's also, they're very low calorie for the amount of volume that you get which is when it comes down to fat loss, which is probably the biggest thing because satiation, which is your feeling of fullness after eating, is primarily dominantly is primarily controlled by the volume of foods, which is why you get really like, which is why most people say like avoid like highly processed foods, a because they're like nutrient void. There's no nutrients in them like sweets and chocolate and shit. There's not really any nutrients in there. And then also, because you can have like one of those big blocks of dairy milk, which is like half your daily intake, which is like over a thousand calories, or like a tub of Ben and Jerry's, which is like fucking fifteen hundred calories. Yeah, maybe after a tub of Ben and Jerry's, you might feel a little bit, but 
as soon as someone comes out with something else, you could eat more. That's what I'm saying is it's not going to fill you up. Whereas if you take 1,500 calories of, which would be like, what, a half a chicken and like a fucking two kilos worth of veg, like, that's enough. You could live off that for a day. Like, do you know what I mean? That's so much food that would fill you up for a day. Um... So, yeah, so food choice is very, very important as well. Not only for things like your health, so like I say, with all nutrients and that, but also because it's just going to make you feel a thousand times better. And it's going to make you look a thousand times better because by choosing like minimally processed foods, more um, protein, more um, nutrient-dense foods like fruits and vegetables and stuff, you're going to lose fat because it makes it a lot easier to stay in a calorie deficit when you're getting much more high quality foods and much more volume of those foods. So just to summarise these last few bits, obviously, A, ensure that you are in a calorie deficit. That's what fat loss all comes down to. Your body weight is completely dictated by your calorie balance. If you're eating more calories, you're going to put on weight. Eating in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Kind of eating around maintenance, funny enough, you'll maintain your weight. To make the whole process a lot more efficient, I would have your pro, your carbohydrates sorry, around your workout window. And then alongside that, aiming for a higher protein diet, so between 1.8, um, and 2.5 kilos, grams, sorry, per kilo body weight. So 1.8, 2.5 grams um, per kilo of body weight. And that'd be like your desired body weight as well. So if you're like really, really, really fat, obviously you don't just want to be in like 500 grams of protein because that'd be a lot. Um, so think about your desired body weight. So if you're if you're like 110 kilos and you want to get down to 80, um, I'd be aiming for somewhere in the ballpark of like 160 to 200. Um, well, no, I'd look more probably about 200 grams of protein. Getting in lots of um, Fruits and vegetables, so about two servings of fruit a day and roughly five servings of um, vegetables and loading up on your green leafy vegetables as well because they're going to help you feel fuller because um, you get a huge amount of volume for minimal calories. And then obviously things like stay nice and hydrated, keep doing that, all, all that usual sort of stuff to stay healthy. Everyone knows what you need to do in order to optimise your health. Try and get enough sleep. Um, so I mean, drink lots of water and green tea and shit like that. Stay hydrated with like good quality um, fluids rather than like Diet Coke and Monster. Um, <laughs> fruits and veggies. Good amount of sleep. Stay nice and active. And training minimum of like get that heart rate up for at least half an hour a day. Bosh, only 10,000 steps. There we go. Right, I apologize because I do realize I waffled a lot there. Anyway, have an amazing day.
Peace.